Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Care Centers, you'll get a $75 prepaid Visa card when you spend $250 on Napa brake parts, which is cause to celebrate. Because normally the sound of screeching brakes means your bank account's about to take a hit. But getting $75 back makes that hit not so bad. Quality parts installed by the pros. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Care Centers. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 6 Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind. Stevie TPFL and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's July. It's the 19th of July. It's 2017, and it's a Wednesday. Got early games and got some late games here. We're going to be breaking down the seven early games on the Wednesday pod today. Dan is going to take the eight late games on the Fantasy Fix podcast on the later podcast here today. So be able to go into depth into these early games. And as always on Wednesday, Notorious, how you doing, my friend? Doing well. I'm still in recovery mode from our uh, trip to Nashville. Yes, yes, very much so. I just got done telling you, I, I fell asleep on the couch for like two hours tonight, like before we getting started here. So, um, it, it takes it takes a few days to recover when you get older. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And we made the mistake. We booked our flight for Sunday night. Just decided to drink all day, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, I live and you learn, I guess. You live and you learn, I, I guess. Um, you know, we say that and we'd probably do it all again the same way because it was it was a ton of fun, man. I had a blast. Yeah, between uh, Siege dancing with my wife, that was hilarious. Roth doing the awesome karaoke. The well, thing. and then me and you beating CJ and uh, cruising to victory and Blitz and making them sing karaoke. That was, <laughs> that that was Brit- funny. Britney Spears, that was good. Yeah, these videos are never going to see the internet, I hope. Um, yeah. Well, they they will one day when somebody makes me mad or something. There you go. Yeah, I have I have plenty of videos from this weekend. Plenty of blackmail. Like anybody want to get on my bad side? <laughs> Holding them for a rainy day. Yeah, right. Well, we'll talk some um we'll talk some PGA at the end here after we get done with this seven games. There's a big tournament this weekend, right? Yeah, just uh just a little bit. We got the Open Championship. Uh, a lot of people here in America call it the British Open, but yeah. All right, well, we'll get into that. Uh, let's get started with these seven early games. We're going to start with Philadelphia, Miami, Nicholas Pavetta, which Ben Pavetta, against Dan Straley. Eight and a half total here. Straley, a massive favorite at minus 176. Any interest in either one of these pitchers? Uh, I don't mind picking on the Phillies with the right-handed pitcher, especially one with a slightly above average strikeout rate. We know the Phillies strike out at a pretty high rate, and they're not that good against righties. Uh, you know, Australia's a fly ball pitcher, which is good for this ballpark. So, yeah, as a big favorite, I don't mind him at all. All right. Um, yeah, like, it's going to all depend on the lineup. If they have a really heavy right-handed lineup, I don't know if I'd like him as much. But if they go left-handed heavy here, I could definitely see using a guy like Australia. He's just not going to get you a bunch of strikeouts. But – you look at the slate, we're going to have some spots that we're going to want some of these bats. So maybe taking a cheaper SP2 is where you're going to have to, you know, kind of take it. Yeah, I should note that he did leave last game with a thumb injury. So could could be troublesome for a pitcher on, yeah, his, thumb, right, on his right thumb. Thumb injuries are never good. That's not a good sign. It's not what I wanted to hear. 
Um, Pavetta, I, I said it on the last podcast with CJ. Um, I just don't think he's ready. I think he's talented. I just don't think he's ready for the bigs. Yeah, I'm on the same boat. I always like to see a little bit better command from young guys. Um, strikeout rates are and the talents there. Just think he needs a little bit more time. And uh, we know the Marlins don't strike out all that often, so I'm kind of right there with you. All right, let's talk bats in this game. It's one of the lower totals on the slate. It's in a big ballpark. We're going to have all these spots that we just absolutely love. Um, the only interest that I would have here is if, you know, it's a day game. If they have the roof open in Miami in a day game in the summer in Florida, it would be really interesting to jump on these guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, in terms of both these pitchers, it looks like they both kind of have reverse splits. Uh, Straley's ex-woba is pretty close between lefties and righties, but Pavetta and his 11 starts, much higher ex-woba and hard contact to righties. So you look at Giancarlo Stanton, he's hit three home runs in the last two games. Uh, Marcelo Zuna, don't mind going with the lefties if you want to stack up the Marlins. Uh, but yeah, I don't have a ton of interest in the Phillies, even if even if the roof's open, I don't know. Yeah, I think it'd be the more of the Marlins side. I think I agree with you there. Um at Marlins Park on Twitter, they always tweet out um, usually a couple hours before the game if the, the status of the roof is going to be open or closed. So you guys can check that out um, and see. Because if that happens, I definitely will play some of the Marlins bats. But outside of that, we move on. Chicago Cubs, Atlanta Braves, Michael Montgomery against Ari Dickey. Nine and a half total here. Um, Montgomery might be a little interesting here, right? Yeah, I think so. Um yeah, I mean, he's been – he's pitched well. He's got a decent strikeout rate. Limits hard contact against him. He's going to face a lot of right-handed hitters in this lineup. But if he can get around Dozier, Grossman, Sano, uh, the Twins don't really have a lot different of game, other – Different game. Different like, Montgomery. Oh, oh, I thought you said Jordan Montgomery. That's next on my list. No, Michael Montgomery. Gosh, dang it. Why can't we just talk about Jordan Montgomery real quick? <laughs> we can talk about the Yankees-Twins game first. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Mike Montgomery. <laughs> High ground ball guy. Um, you know. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop. <laughs> That's what I get for not listening to you. I know. What, what the heck? <laughs> oh, man. All I, right. I was going to say, I heard Dickie, and then I was looking at the thing. And <laughs> All right. The Michael Montgomery against the Braves. This game started at 10 o'clock Eastern tonight, so it's going to be a late game for these guys. Uh, they come back here at 12 Eastern, noon game. It's going to be a quick turnaround. You could get some dead legs here. That's why I have a little interest in Michael Montgomery. Yeah, man, I think Jordan Montgomery is a pretty good play here. Yeah, don't even start again. <laughs> yeah, but for real. Uh, yeah, high, high ground ball guy. Uh, strikeout rate's down a little bit since uh, being a starter compared to coming out of the bullpen. But that's something you can expect. Um, you know, the Braves aren't really a high strikeout team, but they don't hit lefties all that well. So I don't mind him. I uh, wish he was, well, I guess only 5,700 on DraftKings. So, yeah, as an SP2, I don't mind him. Yeah, it was really cheap. I noticed that too. Like, if you're going to pay up for Carrasco, who we'll get to in a few minutes, um, you know, you look at a guy like Michael Montgomery and Jordan Montgomery, both those guys really cheap. Guessing you have zero interest in R.A. Dickey? Zero interest in Dickey, but uh, did you see Bartolo Colon last night? He was throwing high 90s. Was he? No, he wasn't. Well, that's at least what my app said. No, he was throwing like – he was he was mixing up his range of fastballs. They were like 82 to 91. That's yes, cool. I watched that game. 
Oh, so I fell asleep. Just don't listen to anything I say on this pod. <laughs> well, all right, let's talk Cubs bats against Dickie. Dickie's actually, you know, I, I write him off really fast, but he's actually been pitching really well. Yeah, I don't trust him. I don't trust him either. I don't trust the Cubs, but, you know, on this slate, in this ballpark, I'll probably have a Cubs stack. Yeah, they've won four in a row, probably five in a row if they end up winning tonight's game. Um, yeah, Dickie has been pitching well, but if we look at the BVP, they don't really have much against Dickie. But, uh, yeah, Cubs offense has been heating up since the second half or since all-star break, so I don't mind the Cubs stack here, especially the lefties in this ballpark. I'm trying to see. Um, yeah, nice humidity. It's going to be really hot in this game, really hot in this game. Rizzo home run. Yeah. Um, Forward. I don't really like any of the Braves, like outside of maybe like a Kemp or a Flowers. Like I like these guys against right-handed pitching. Yeah, same here. I don't mind Kemp. Uh, it's just hard to load up on guys against uh, an elite uh, ground ball pitcher. All right, let's talk Yankees twins. Jordan Montgomery, Jose Barrios, nine and a half total here. Kind of a pick 'em game right now. Um, Jordan Montgomery, a reverse splits pitcher. So if they go right-handed heavy here, it could be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still don't love that idea of Dozier and Sano in that lineup. But I do think he has some strikeout upside. Um, and as mentioned earlier, limits of hard contact against him, which should be good. Uh, I think for, you know, 6,200, you can certainly do a lot worse. Right. I agree. The price is cheap. Um, Barrios has actually been struggling a lot. Um, do you think he's hitting this wall again? Uh, we saw this last year with this guy. Yeah, he's another one of these guys that's super talented that just, you know, we thought he was putting it all together, but struggled a bit in his last four starts. Um, you know, he's starting to lose his command a little bit. Two walks, two walks, three walks. And the strikeouts are down. Um, and we don't like picking on the Yankees, so I think he's probably an easy fade, even though he's definitely a guy I like uh, in general. Yeah, um, the seven seven runs last start only pitched one and two third innings. Um, it was pretty bad. It was a bad. It was a rough start against Houston. Um, so the thing about Barrios here that I think is a little interesting is like we got a really right-handed heavy Yankees lineup. Uh, the power bats anyway. Holiday, um, Judge, Sanchez, like. I, I don't know, man. 6,700 on DraftKings with, with the upside that this kid has. Like, I don't see – I could see potentially throwing him on a lineup or two if I make, like, four or five lineups. Yeah, I'm probably not with there or I'm with, there with you, but, yeah, I don't know. Yankees second-best team in baseball against righties. Right. I do get your point about right the right-handed guys, but they still have Gardner. They'll have Didi in there, and they'll probably have Ellsbury. Yeah, they have some lefties there throw at him all right um bats from the yankee side anything standing out to you here uh yeah i mean nothing from a splits perspective really stands out uh burial is definitely worse against lefties 349 x woba so you can look at gardner always like came back and lead off uh you know sanchez judge holiday always fine um but not really a core place for me i guess yeah, like if I, if I play the Yankees, you stack them, right? You just hope Barrios is still pitching bad, and you just just load up on the stack and just hope to keep getting the you know bad Barrios instead of the good one. Yeah, I think that's the play. And then on the Twins side, like 
you know, Dozier, Sano, Grossman, Kenny's Vargas, I think, got called back up. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw that today. Yeah, those are the four you're looking at. The rest of their lineup's really bad against lefties. So, Oh, he was optioned back down to AAA, so Vargas won't be there. It's weird. I thought he got optioned up. Uh, Chris Menez could be a decent punt at catcher. He's really good against lefties. There you go. A catcher punt. You know I'm sold. Um, we move on. Seattle at Houston. James Paxton against Charlie Morton. Eight and a half total here. Man, we use up all the good pitching on this slate, on the early slate. There's a lot of good pitching on the early slate. Yeah, I love Paxton, but I don't think I can play him against the Astros. Uh, they're just awesome against lefties and righties. Ranked first in team weight on base average against both. Third in uh, strikeout rate against Southpaws. And Paxton, I mean, he's been good. Last four start or last five starts, he's had eight strikeouts and four of them. So I love the guy, but I just can't play him against the Astros. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, and then you look at Charlie Morton, kind of a semi-reverse splits pitcher this year. He's really struggled with righties, and he's really been really good against lefties, which actually kind of plays to his favor here against the Mariners lineup that we look at it, and they should have four or five lefties here. So um, any interest in Charlie Morton? He's such a strange case. You know, earlier in his career, he, he had like a 90-mile-per-hour fastball. Really good against righties, bad against lefties. Now he's throwing, you know, mid to high nineties and striking people out. Struggling against righties, it's, it's really strange. Yeah, um, I pretty much sums it up. Like, you know, we see pitchers reinvent themselves all the time, but to gain velocity is not something that you see all the time. But you know, he's pitched well this season. Um, I wouldn't say he's pitched amazing, but he's pitched well. Um, he's seven and three. That you know, you can't discount that. Yeah, I don't ben. know if I could go there on this slate. There's so many good pitchers on this slate that I just I don't know if I could use them. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Astros have gotten the most out of their starters with what they have than anybody. I mean, Brad Peacock coming out of nowhere. Hey, I'll I'll, I'll link you to my article four years ago about how good Peacock was. <laughs> I remember. I remember back in the draft street days. Yep. Um, so well, he wasn't as good back then, but one of the first articles I ever wrote at Art Rotor Grinders was about Brad Peacock. Nice. <laughs> he dominated that game, too. I so. actually got sent one of my first articles, and it was like an NBA one where I wrote like one line per per play that I suggested. Man, like, those are the days, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I was making like $8 per article or something. So. Yeah, those were the those were the days. <laughs> well, not the $8 an article, but those were the days. I was probably making more per word still back then. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seattle Bats, anything standing out to you here? Not really. As you mentioned, uh, we give an edge to the righties with Morton's reverse split. So you can look at Segura and Nelson Cruz. Kyle Seager, his price is finally back to normal level, so I'm, we won't be looking at him. And I don't really love either of the righties, so maybe uh, one off, but that's about it. Kyle Seager has home runs in three straight. I don't. He, I, he hasn't homered tonight, so it'll be three out of his last four games. So hot bat. I love Seager. But... Yeah, he's been warming up. Yeah. He was just so cheap for so long. Him and Miguel Cabrera on DraftKings. Um, man, yeah, there's just man hitters on the slate. Um, Houston side, like I think Paxton's legit enough where I don't think I would pick on him here. Yeah, above average ground ball rate to both lefties and righties, holds them both under 290x. Well, uh, um, slightly higher 
hard contact to righties. So, I mean, Springer and Altuve, you know, they're pretty good against any lefty. So, you can look at them. But I think at their prices, they're pretty easy fades. Yeah, they lose a they lose a big bat too, like Carlos Correa, you know. Yeah. You know, going on the DL. And Gaddis hitting two home runs last night. Yeah, well, Gaddis needs to be in the lineup. <laughs> He's awesome. No gloves. Yeah, too much power not to play every day. Yeah, I agree. All right, San Diego, Colorado, Clayton Richard, John Gray, 11 and a half total. You know, we beat around the bush enough. You know, I'm guessing you don't like the pitchers here. Don't like the pitchers here, but they both have uh, elite ground ball rates, which you need in course. So, yeah, uh, but we haven't, we haven't really loved anything as far as hitters go. I think we're going to be using this game a lot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely this is going to be the best game by far. But for a game in cores during the day, 11.5 isn't too crazy. No, there is definitely respect there. But, you know, both both teams, um, you know, as far as, as far as the Rockies go, all the righties that make the lineup are in play here. Like, And I don't even hate playing guys like Blackman here because how long is Richard really going to pitch in this game? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but I do like John Gray quite a bit. We know he's super talented, uh, limits hard contact, above average strikeout rate, and he's facing the Padres. I mean, if you look at their projected lineup, it's just so bad. So uh, bad. They have one one hitter that has an ex-Woba of 270 against righties. One. <laughs> and they have the highest strikeout rate in baseball. Yeah, I know. Trust me. We've been picking the Padres all year. Um Gray's only sixty five hundred on DraftKings, eighty four or sixty five on FanDuel, eighty four on DraftKings. Yeah, I could use him on a team or two. Um, I don't know how many teams I'm going to play in this early, so there's not a lot of spots. Like, I feel like I'm going to be able to get exactly what I want out of like three or four teams, and then I'll be good to go. Yeah, I agree with you on the the righties on the Rockies. Uh, Blackman. For a lefty, hits lefties very well, but uh, Richard does have a 77% ground ball rate against lefties, which is unheard of almost. So I'd maybe, I mean, paying that much for Blackman against lefties, kind of tough, but I like all the righties here. Yeah, it's all about roster construction. We haven't messed around with teams. We have no idea what, how much cap we're going to have. So, yeah, I could see that. All right, we move on. Tampa Rays, Oakland Athletics, Jacob Faria against Sonny Gray. Eight and a half total here. Sonny Gray, a minus 119. Um, man, Jacob Faria is good. I don't care what anybody says. This kid's good. Yeah, he's really good. He may not be as good as the 2.11 ERA would suggest, but uh, still has a Sierra under four, You know, 24% strikeout rate. Inducing a lot of soft contact. He gets to pitch in this big ballpark against a team that hits a lot of lazy fly balls and strikes out at a high rate against righties. So definitely have a lot of interest here. I wish he was a little bit cheaper, but, um, but yeah, I like him. Yeah, we don't have no bats to pay up for, though. So sure. <laughs> outside of cores, um, you know, you just look at Faria, and anytime you see a rookie, it's still a small sample size, but his whip is under one, too. Like, whip under one, is that's elite. That's very good. Yeah, so I'm a huge fan of this kid. I've been talking about him ever since he got called up. Um, I'm not a huge Sonny Gray person, but he has been pitching well this season. Yeah, I don't mind Gray either. Uh, I think you're right. There are so many good pitching options in the series. Like, if you mess one of your pitchers up, you're probably going to be in trouble. Yep, I could I could potentially see like a um, you know pitcher stack of this game, Gray and Faria together. 
and you know getting your bats like i think both these guys are firmly in play yeah greg's kind of a reverse splits guy and if you look at the Rays lineup i mean they have longo and souza and that's about it for good right-handed hitters yeah i just uh, man this slate is very very interesting because like i don't love any bats from this game either yeah definitely not looking to hitters here maybe chris davis uh back-to-back games with home runs yeah he's having a good game tonight he's the reason that i'm actually profiting on the slate i was so mad i didn't play him the other night against uh odor is he that was like the perfect spot for oh yeah oh yeah i didn't play him yeah i didn't play a lot the other night i was so tired <laughs> so tired um let's see all right last game on the slate Cleveland at San Francisco. Carlos Carrasco against Matt Cain. Eight and a half total. Um, Carrasco, amazing splits on the road, dating back to 2015. The guy is just legit, and we have a Giants team that just sucks. What do you make of his home road splits? There's something with that ballpark that just doesn't fit well with him, right? Like, if he's pitching well in every other ballpark in the U.S., like, why is he struggling at home? Yeah, so strange in front of your home crowd. I mean, it could be the mound. It could be so many different things. Yeah. Yeah, it's strange. But at least at this point, we got to believe in it. Um, yeah. Well, we have three years of sample size now. And yeah. it's like it, it's it's a good it's a good sample size, too. Like it's not like it's a two ERA on the road and a 2.5 ERA at home. Like it's a massive split. Yeah. And it's always good uh, to have guys that pitch well on the road because most people just give, you know, home pitchers an edge. So. You always get that little boost of uh, equity with Carrasco when he's pitching on the road. Yeah, I agree. Um, Matt Kane stinks. Mm-hmm. Like I hate taking hitters in this ballpark, but I might actually, you know, load up on some Cleveland bats here just because this slate sucks for hitters. Yeah, it really does. With so many good pitchers, we got to pick on the one that's not very good. Um, so if you're not playing a bunch of Rockies, or if you are playing Rockies, you can definitely pair them with some Indian hitters. Yep. Uh, Matt Cain, come on down. <laughs> We're not getting a discount on any of the Cleveland hitters, but there's just nobody you need to pay out for. It's a good slate. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely like uh, you pretty much the one through six in the Indians lineup. Kane's not good against lefties or righties. Gives up hard contact to both. Pretty high walk rate, low strikeout rate. Everything we're looking for other than a good ballpark. Pretty much. Um, Man, we just cruised through that. Yeah, seven games is nice. Yeah, and Dan's going to have the late slate, and he's going to be like, man, where's the pitching? (laughs) (laughs) Um, If we had, like, massive all-day, like, contests and tournaments, today would be the day to, you know, roll out some of those massive tournaments. Yeah, that would have been fun. All right, let's play some home run derby, and let's talk some golf. Okay, so home run derby only the early games? Yep, and no course field. (laughs) <laughs> that's fine okay that's gonna be a little tougher i guess yeah no course field makes it fun all right you go first oh you want me to go first <laughs> yep uh anthony rizzo gosh dang Vito. <laughs> i was gonna say chris bryant okay i'll go kyle schwarber <laughs> guess it's always game we like <laughs> and Let's see. Let's go Giancarlo. Oh, I'm vetoing that one. That one's good. 
All right, let's go. You know, I might take the late slate off. I really like this early slate. I'll take the late slate off. Unless yeah. you get crushed on the early slate, then I'll probably play it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, gotta love that. But I just got I got so much that I need to do for golf. Got some somebody got me into golf. Can't wait for golf this week. Other than I'm not gonna sleep for four straight nights, but <laughs> Okay, uh I will go. I guess I'll stay in that same game, go Justin Bohr. All right. Um Who's going to hit home runs? Um, I'll take Nelly Cruz. And Bradley Zimmer. I like that last one. For my final, even though Jordan Montgomery's a reverse splits guy, I'll go Miguel Sano. As we got going on this slate, like I don't actually hate like some of those right-handed power bats against Montgomery. Yeah, well, he's which been giving one? up a little bit more home runs lately. Uh, Montgomery, Jordan. Um, specify on this podcast. <laughs> like we we look at it, and Jordan Montgomery has a higher exit than his ERA against righties. There's some regression coming there, so I, I could see playing some of those guys. All right, nice. before we get into golf, I did want to mention that um, we have our seven-year anniversary going on right now. Seven years. Roto-Grinders has been around for seven years now, so running a, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Like, man, seven years. And we've been around for most of those. Yeah, I signed up. Um, man, I'm trying to think. I signed up within the first month, I think. There's a few of us that have been around pretty much the whole time. So anyway, um, so yeah, it's the seven years. So make sure you guys are paying attention to the forms. Tuesday, we had a FanDuel um, free roll. Tomorrow on Wednesday, we're going to have a DraftKings free roll. On Thursday, we're going to have a Fantasy Draft free roll. And then on Draft on Friday. So Make sure you guys are paying attention. All the details are right there in the forums. You guys can check out the details for that. Um, it's right there, very at the top. You know, celebrate the Rotor Grinder's seventh anniversary with free roll, free rolls all week long. So that way, you guys can um, get the links and stuff like that. Um, somebody wanted a Joe Montana signed football tonight, so that's kind of cool. That would be nice. All right, let's talk some PGA, man. We got a we got a big golf tournament um this weekend we have a millionaire maker on DraftKings. we have plenty of action on play draft um our sponsor there's just there's a ton of action here for golf uh what are we looking for this weekend all right so in terms of the course this is a, a links course at royal burkdale par 70 uh 7156 yards uh it can be very tough or it can play a little bit easier just depending on the weather, um, everything can change over there in an instant weather-wise. But, uh, you know, based on Kevin Roth's report, shout-out to Roth, uh, he's saying it's kind of looking like the worst uh, conditions are going to be Friday morning. So we may want to give an edge to those that, uh, you know, tee off Thursday a.m. and Friday p.m. Uh, at the moment. But check again tomorrow night. Like I said, everything can change. Uh, it's a very hilly course, but the fairways are very flat and narrow. So you definitely want to hit the fairway. Sounds like a lot of the bigger guys are going to be clubbing down. Um, listening to some interviews with Roy McIlroy and Brooks Kepka, it sounds like they're 
going to be hitting, you know, two or three drivers at most uh, on the course each day. So, yeah, we're going to see a lot of irons. We're going to see a lot of three woods, uh, hybrids, that kind of thing off the tee. I uh, just want to have a strong approach game and got to be good around the greens. If the wind picks up, uh, we definitely want to have the guys that can get up and down. And, yeah, any other questions? I, I could I could ask you a million questions. Um, like, so we go across seas here. Is there any effect from, like, guys that might have played in the United States last year and then flying over to play, you know, across seas here, you know, this weekend? Yeah, so historically, guys that have played in the John Deere and then flown over do a little bit worse than the guys that play in the Scottish Open. Uh, and then just, you know, make the quick trip over uh, to wherever the Open Championships played at. So definitely, uh, I mean, most of the big guys are already over there anyway. But, um, you know, historically, there has been a little bit of a downgrade to those guys that did play uh, over in the States the week before. All right, so we're looking for we're looking for driver accuracy. We're looking for, I guess, just fairway. Like you just want people that are going to hit fairways, right? Yeah, I kind of, you know, after hearing some of the interviews, I'm kind of leaning less on accuracy just because some of the bigger guys are just going to be hitting, you know, more accurate clubs instead of taking their driver out. So probably leaning more on a strong approach game, uh, par four scoring, bogey avoidance. Definitely want to. Uh, you know, avoid bogeys. And then uh, I think the weather draw is going to be big uh, this week. All right. So we want guys teeing off in the morning. Is there is there somewhere that we can, like, find that? Yeah. The just, PGA site? Just Google uh, Open Championship Tee Times. It'll come right up. All right. Um, uh, man, there's so many questions. All right. Um, do you have a guy that, you know, you just have to have in your lineups this weekend? Based on price and the fact that I'm picking him to win, I think Ricky Fowler is probably my must-play. But the problem is he's everyone's must-play this week. He's going to be super popular. Uh, you know, According to Vegas, he's pretty much has the same odds to win as uh, the other top guys. So, And he's only 9,200 on drafting. So he's going to be popular. But I think you can play the chalk this week. Um, he's primed for that big breakout win in the major. He's been playing – better than anyone on tour right now good track record in the major majors good track record on links courses and yeah he's ready to go I can never pronounce this guy's name uh is it lewis osenthin or something like that <laughs> he's really good when when we get across the seas right i love louis ustazen uh, yeah you, like i just you, remember that you can just call him usti usti i like that even more it's a lot easier um i've yeah, seen cool a lot thing, of talk about him on twitter this week yeah and the good thing about him is he's a little more expensive than he should be just based on his vegas odds so i think he's gonna go a little bit under owned i think paul casey's 200 cheaper he's gonna be uh the chalk play right there i mean usti's not gonna be you know super contrarian but if he's less than 15 percent, mm -hmm. i'll gladly take it uh always shows up in the majors hasn't missed a cut yet this year yeah and he's won an open championship before all right, am I missing am I missing anything that we should talk about here? Um, some of the other guys I like. Uh, well, in terms of strategy, I think for the most part I'm going to be avoiding the guys above 10K. Um, I like Jordan Spieth if you want to pay up for him, but the rest of the guys at the top just all have their you know concerns. We got Dustin Johnson in bad form. Uh, Rory McIlroy's missed a couple cuts in a row. Hasn't looked great since he got injured. 
We have John Rahm. He's uh, coming off of a win and then another uh, good finish, but you know he's kind of a hothead. And if he you know hits into some of these fairway bunkers or into some of the fescue stuff, then he's going to be uh, he's going to lose his cool pretty quickly. Uh, Jason Day's approach game just been awful all year. So for me, I think I'm going to start most of my lineups uh, below 10K. I like Matsuyama, Fowler, Adam Scott, Usti. Yeah, and uh, for the rest of the picks, just read my article, I guess. Yeah, man, for sure. I don't want you to give out everything here. So you guys can find Notorious's picks. Uh, are they up? They are up. And if yeah, you were making, if you're making multiple lineups, like if you're playing the Millionaire, millionaire Maker, be sure to leave at least you know 100, 200. I, I leave up to a thousand dollars in salary uh, on the table. Nothing worse than having uh, you know copied lineups you don't want to if you somehow manage to win you know a big prize you don't have to share it with uh, 20 30 people if 20 people want to share a million bucks with me i'm in yeah but wouldn't you rather win it by yourself no um I, i'd rather just take the whatever the top what 20 spots are divided by 20 i'll take that yeah i mean you got to have the best team so the best team might might end up at being you know fifty thousand in salary but to avoid duplicates and to, to be a little bit more contrarian, I like to leave some money on the table. And odds are the perfect lineup isn't going to be, you know, perfect 50000 in salary. Most of the times it's like, you know, low 49 something. So, All right, last guy I'm going to ask you about, and then we're going to get out of here. Bubba, Bubba Watson is free on DraftKings this weekend. Yes, no, maybe? Um, I've played him the last couple of weeks on courses that he had, you know, a good track record at, and he didn't do much. Uh, Bubba doesn't play hard courses well. He doesn't really play windy courses well. Doesn't play courses where you have to be accurate well. So, no. And he played the John Deere. That's another reason. And he played the John Deere. And he plays with pink golf balls. There's nothing wrong with what he's playing with. You know, I love the fact that he's like plays for like the breast cancer stuff. Is that what he does it for? Yeah, I'm almost positive. I could be wrong. Because he plays with yellow ones sometimes, too. Oh, I could be wrong, then. I always thought that's what it was. Yeah, I maybe. guess I just assumed. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, he, well. He's just been in such bad form that it's it's tough to trust him. All right. Well, you guys can read the PGA Premium here. There's all kinds of golf content here. But that's going to do it here for the Wednesday edition of the Morning Grind. If you haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over to Playdraft. Check them out. Playdraft.com backslash grinders for hundred percent deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Also you get premium here for a few weeks when you sign up using our code and we have the best best ball content there is. We also have a new chat here at Rotor Grinders. If you guys haven't checked that out, make sure you check that out as well. There's all kinds of different chat rooms and you could start your own chat with, you know, certain players or people that you want to talk to as well as Getting to see us, a lot of us talk about um, the best ball. You know, you get to see what we're talking about in a private Slack, so that way you guys kind of get an idea. So, Notorious, any final thoughts? No, I can't wait for this week in golf. Uh, it should be a fun baseball site tomorrow. So, yeah, a lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun stuff indeed. We'll be back tomorrow with the Thursday edition of the Morning Grind. Good luck in your contest tonight. We'll see you then. Hey. 
Hey Grinders, we're the Tour Junkies, and we've got a great PGA product available now in the Roto Grinders Marketplace. With reports from course pros and caddies, we cover all the info you need to pick the best golfers every week. Gain an edge with articles including Straight from the Head Pro's Mouth, Trash to Treasure Picks, The Fade Train, plus we'll answer all your last minute questions in our live chat on Wednesday nights before lineup lock. Memberships are only $5.99 per week or $125 for the whole PGA season. So sign up in the Roto Grinders Marketplace and start building better PGA lineups today. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Care Centers, you'll get a $75 prepaid Visa card when you spend $250 on Napa brake parts, which is cause to celebrate. Because normally the sound of screeching brakes means your bank account's about to take a hit. But getting $75 back makes that hit not so bad. Quality parts installed by the pros. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Care Centers, exclusions apply. Offer ends 63019.